What's up, guys, and welcome to an episode of In the Name of DGAF, and this is my motherfucking podcast. Hello, and welcome to an episode of In the Name of DGAF, and today I'm going to take you on a journey. A journey out of the Superdome and into the infinite possibility realms of quantum physics. Hello, jabronis. How are y'all doing today in this beautiful quarantina? Hope you guys are doing well. Family safe. Sound. Real quick. Like to elaborate a little bit on what I mean by throwing as if you didn't have any arms. What do I mean by this? Is that I remember when I was younger, I would throw these bullpen sessions with my old pitching coach, Ken Medlock. Man, some of them would last like two, three fucking hours. Because I was just not... I'd start off all domed up. He'd be giving me cue after cue after cue. And that was his problem too. He liked the the sound of his own voice. So he would give me all these mechanical cues. Which they were on point. Like I'm not going to lie. However. I'd finally break through. Maybe after like a hundred throws. I would finally start to just dial it in. and, And start throwing nasty shit in out up down side to side whatever and then the problem was when I left that I would feel really confident about what I just did that bullpen and I would go into my high school or college or whatever it was at the time and I would try to remember all the stuff that we worked on and uh, well, no, bullpens, let me get this straight, I was pretty good at bullpens, but when I get in the game, I would try to remember all the things that we talked about or worked on, and I mistakenly put those cues, those mechanical movement pattern, those controlling thoughts um, for my pitches or for executing location or for getting... My best bullets, um, velo-wise, I would try to think my body into those positions. And I would struggle. It was just like night and day difference between uh, bullpen sessions with him and in the games. Not till I got older, um, much older, maybe out of baseball. Well, actually, no. 2013, I was still playing, but it all clicked in my head that the reason why it would take me an hour, it wasn't I thought my way into the aha moment, Um, I legitimately got, would get to the point where I couldn't stand this guy's fucking voice, and I would be getting so frustrated that I say, fuck him, i just going to throw it. And then all of a sudden, I throw a good one, and then he starts laughing because that's what he was looking for, and then I just let go. 
And the deeper I let go, the nastier shit got. The more I was getting in the flow state. And at the time, I thought I was thinking my way into flow state. But in reality, I was letting go more. More and more and more and more. And then, you know, if I'm 20 at the time, I have 16 years of throwing experience. So I would say I'm pretty much a master. But the thinking and the controlling of my arm position, of cocking my arm and arm path and arm angle and tilt and bracing and taking my body here, taking my body there, all these different things, move, all these moving parts. Um, and if it's not clicking right away, it's mad frustrating. So you're blocking the flow from happening. So where as I was thinking that I was... Um, thinking my way and cueing my way into this flow state in reality it was when I gave up and I got fed up was when I actually hit the flow state and that's why in in games I would struggle with getting to flow I I think up until 2013 I might have had like other than the Pecos League stint uh that I was just a fucking machine I don't even think I would get into deep flow state uh either I was just a machine uh but it would take me a while to get into that flow state. Whereas now I know how to get in the float state like this. Um, and the reason why is because I was always trying to control um, something, whether it's you know the cue of my curveball or the cue of um, my my arm, um, something. And then the biggest lie that anybody's ever told you is control. Like you're holding a ball. And people have led us to believe that we actually have control over the ball with with what? Our hand and our arm. And that's why when you see people play light catch, they fucking suck. Because they're thinking, they're too aware of their limbs in space. Imagine being aware of your feet and your fucking legs every time you're walking. You know, you're not even going to be able to fucking have a conversation with anybody. Um... You need to get to the point where you're not even aware of what the fuck your arms are doing. Like, they don't even exist. And then I started thinking that when I'm in flow state, I don't have a clue what my arms are doing. I'm just going. I'm just flowing with the energy, the flow. And if you want to get really good at that, you got to practice flow. And the best way to practice flow is when you're relaxing and you're throwing Quit trying to control your arms. Quit trying to control your body parts. Um, everybody's heard the arms just along for the ride. What the fuck does that even mean? You guys don't even know what the fuck that means. You just think it sounds cute. Uh, because I know you just think it sounds cute because I thought it sounded cool too. But I was over there trying to you know, uh, control my arm. Uh, getting putting my arm into uh, specific positions because I didn't trust it was going to be in those positions. That's what constraint drills are for. That's what over over overload ball training is for to clear clean up that 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 path that got fucked up from some fucked up you know cueing when you're a little kid or something because little kids know how to throw the ball well. Okay, the only time uh, you get fucked up is if you're older and you went down a you know, horrible coaching path, okay, um, 
And even then, don't be a bitch and be blaming your coach for this or blame your coach for that or whatever. He didn't know any better. He's just doing as best as he can. So don't be a fucking dick. That's number one. Number two is take responsibility for everything that um, that falls on your lap. And once you become aware of it, now you have the power to do something about it. So what I'm suggesting here is, and this happened with me, like the, you know, the flow state, but to go deeper into it, you know, when I'm when I'm over here helping some guys that are a little yippy, um, the first thing we got to do is when you're yippy, if you're yippy, it's basically like somebody that's never had a problem walking, and all of a sudden gets in a tragic accident, and loses their ability to walk, and has to learn how to walk all over again. You gotta start from from crawl. Um, and work your way up, and that's what we got to do. You got to rebuild and clear out those coochie cobwebs from the neurological pathways. And the and the hardest thing to do is throw easy while you're trying to control your arm because your muscles are gonna flex, your your nerve endings are going to contract at the wrong time, and you're gonna look real weird or. You're, or you're just going to res- result, uh, the result's going to be dart throwing just to get by. And that's why, um, you know, guys uh, w- should, you know, if guys are already older and pro, whatever, I'd still uh, recommend learning how to throw smooth and easy from close distances and training yourself to allow your throwing motion to be your dynamic warm-up because it is a dynamic warm-up you're lunging you're doing an rdl with your bracing you're rotating your muscles are contracting and elongating uh the bicep everything is being worked uh in the throwing motion and you don't need to do some eyewash good morning stretch. I mean, I don't care how many good morning stretches I do. I still, if I'm bench pressing, I still got to warm up with the bar. If I, It doesn't matter how many fucking air squats I do. I'm still warming up with the bar, man. I still got to go squat. Doesn't matter if I deadlift and move the thing. I'm not ready to just get under the bar with any amount of weight, right? So the same thing goes. Like, you're going to spend 45 minutes fucking warming up your body. And then you fucking still have to fucking... Um, dart throw. I mean, I get you know if you if you do your warm up throws nice and easy on the plyo wall, or you're using oh you know weighted balls or something like that, then you jump straight into playing catch. Yeah, from sixty feet away at like you know over fifty percent intensity, that makes sense. But I do think there's a a huge gain in learning how to throw slow. Some people might argue with me on this one, but I guarantee they either suck at throwing slow or have never had a problem throwing slow and don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because if you've never had a problem throwing slow, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, And if you've never been good or you've never thrown good ever, then you also don't know what you're fucking talking about. So, um, yep, yep. So once you've had the kind of yips that I had as early on and and overcome uh those hurdles uh I am a fucking expert so y'all can suck my dude um I've helped a lot of guys and um guys that I work with in person throw the ball really fucking good now um 
and in a short period of time. Because, again, we've been doing this since we were fucking four. The more we could shut the fuck up, the more our brains could shut the fuck up. We've watched elite throwers for so long. We learn organically with monkey see, monkey do. Think about how you learn how to walk and talk. You saw mom and dad standing up and walking around. You're like, damn, that looks like a good idea. Let me try to do that. You stand up, you fall down. You stand up, you fall down. And then you fucking you, you get up on your own two feet. Everybody makes a huge deal over it. And then, boom, you fucking laugh and you fall on your butt. And then next thing you know, you're running, jumping, climbing trees, and playing baseball at four years old. Um, and then you've been doing it for 16 years, yet you need to ask somebody for fucking... You need to pay somebody to give you a lesson. Imagine if you were a 16-year experienced surgeon and you had to ask somebody, you had to pay somebody to teach you how to perform a a stitch. You would be terrified of that, doctor. Um, So I urge you guys to really look at this shit logically. And I do think there's a tremendous benefit if you do suffer from playing catch really close and you're not good at it. Don't be up domed up about it. You don't practice it. You got to earn everything. I I love the people that call me up yipped up and then they they're they're terrified. They're 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 so frustrated that they're so yipped up, but then you figure then you ask them, "Do you deserve it?" and they said, "Yeah." Well, they're lying to themselves. It's because their mommy and daddy told them that they deserved the best in life. And the truth is that that is such bullshit. You don't deserve shit. You only deserve what you earn. Okay. Then you ask them how much. Well, you know, my pull downs are so good, and my long toss is so good, and my weightlifting numbers are stellar. But then uh, you go, oh, okay. Well, you know, do you des- you know, you you deserve that. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, why do you think you deserve that? Oh, I fucking bust my ass, man. I'm doing slow motion video analysis, and I'm fucking long tossing and squatting da, 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 every day. I'm like, tight. I'm like, how much do you? Uh, uh, Work on your command. Oh, once a week I throw a flat ground into a command trainer. The fuck? And you think you deserve it? Of course you deserve to throw the ball 400 feet. Of course you deserve the, uh, to, to squat a bunch of weight. Of course you deserve to have good movement parents. All you fucking work on. Now, that's when the light bulb goes off in that. Do you really have the yips or do you have a strategy problem? Do you, and, or have you, have you been taking throwing strikes and everything like that for, for granted? Mind you, once you go down the rabbit hole of trying to throw the ball faster and faster and faster, or changing your movement, you have to recalibrate all the stuff that used to be, you know, automated. Your command's just not going to just stay the same. So you're using command that you developed when you were a little kid. And then now you're expecting it all to just stay the same when you're breaking it constantly and trying to repair it all the time. It doesn't work like that. You got to recalibrate it. You have to consciously be aware of where you stand. You got to recalibrate that. So that should be proof in the pudding. Look at something that you're really good at and you'll realize that you do it a lot and you deserve to be good at it. When you're neglecting something and you haven't paid attention to it for a long, long time or ever, how the fuck dare you think you deserve to put it wherever you want? The only reason why it appears that you're having some mental breakdown is because you're asleep to the fact that you don't deserve shit and that you're mistaking your efforts in the gym and in training as getting better at the skill that you're looking to get better at. 
that's what creates the inner turmoil and the torture of thinking that you have a problem. But in reality, you don't really have a problem. Um, Anyways, the whole point of this was flow state. And the way to get into the optimal flow state is you need to practice what flow state is. There's no thinking in flow. There's just knowing. Intuition, instincts at a heightened level. You just feel this is the right pitch. You just know based off the reaction of the hitter of what's going to come next. You are in sync with the catcher. It's just coming out. And if he puts something down, you already knew what you wanted to throw and you'll shake him off no problem. There's no overthinking it. There's no questioning yourself. You're just flowing. And the best way to do this is to practice this. And how do you practice this? The best way to do it is get yourself to be able to play a nice effortless game of catch where you get lost in the activity, where you don't even know you're even holding a ball, right? The intent to throw a fastball there, down there, up there, over there, that should be the guiding missile. Uh, I'm throwing a curveball. I'm throwing a changeup. I'm throwing a split finger. You don't need to try to do these things if you already possess them. I do think that if you're learning a new pitch, obviously there's going to be some conscious thinking process to it. But I still think that if you hold intention in your mind of how you want it, what you wanted to do, how you wanted to do, you know, what you wanted to do, how you wanted to come out of your hand, that's really the guiding guiding principle um and practicing letting go and seeing if that intention is is guiding the the pitch design that you're working on um but as far as basic throwing you know fastball playing catch whatever i think that the deeper you could sink into that flow state of not controlling any body parts and just allowing and making the intent to feel smooth relaxed Everything like butter, coming out like butter. I bet you guys are going to have better movement patterns to show for it. You're gonna, your timing and your rhythm and all that, you're going to be able to feel those things. And you can't expect to just fall into this flow state. You can't think your way into flow state. You have to flow your way into flow state. So the best thing to do is to practice this as much as possible. So when you're playing catch... No thinking, just let it come out. Not you're detached from where it's going. You're controlling. You're 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 not controlling. You're commanding. Think about a commander in chief. They're dictating where this shit's going. I'm putting it right there. You don't control your limbs and your body to do that. Your mind. Your mind thinks it has control, but it really doesn't. Your body's super intelligent. It knows things that you don't know, even know you fucking know. It knows, you know, you're half asleep in the middle of the night and you got to piss. You sleepwalk your way to the fucking bathroom and don't, and you could fucking piss and then get back into bed and forget about it the next day. It's got an intelligence to it that if you tap into this intelligence, you tap into the flow state and the deeper you could go into letting go of all control and you start surrendering to this and it starts off with easy catch the deeper you get going to this thing and then you start tapping into what 
the best musical musicians and performers are able to tap into, what the best artists are able to tap into, and they give, doesn't matter how hungover they are or what kind of a bender they were on, they still perform a moving, like mind-blowing performance. And then I beg you to watch, study these uh, American Idol auditions, blind auditions on The Voice, uh, America's Got Talent, and study the people that just really blow people away. They move people. It's a spiritual activity. Performing. We're performers, guys. We're artists. We're not fucking robots. So shut the fuck up. And the only thing that matters is relaxing into it and smooth like butter. You need to be smooth like butter. Okay? And when it's not smooth, you don't analyze the thing of, oh, you know, I think that my fucking force vector dick didn't fucking flex at the right time. Uh, no. You say, nope. That wasn't it. That didn't feel good. It's about, did it feel good or did it not? Who gives a flying fuck what it looked like, dude? Okay? Ain't nobody grading you on... This isn't ice skating, figure skating. Okay? Did it go where you wanted it to go? Yes or no? Did it feel nice and smooth? And I would say that the first step is the feeling thing. Who gives a fuck where you put it? Once you get this relaxation, you get the thing of, okay, well, I'm throwing without arms, you know? You don't need to tell your arm to pick up the ball to throw it. When you when you see a baseball and you're like, I'm going throwing right now, your body's like, oh, right on, there's a ball. We already know, since we have 16 years of experience, we already know what we're doing when we touch this ball. If someone's standing on the other side of us with a glove on, we already know the objective of this game. I don't need to be reminded, you fuck, shut up. You know, that's basically what our 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 intelligence inside of us is saying. You're basically throwing with the e-brake on. We need to dry, learn how to drive with the gas pedal. And what do I mean by the gas pedal? I'll elaborate on that some other time. But but think about when you're cruising through a school zone. You don't you don't use the brake unless you have to stop or come to a sudden stop or slow down uh, really quickly. So. You don't use it. You you cruise with the gas pedal. You want to go a little faster? Use it. Take your foot off the gas. Put your foot on the gas. And that's how we should throw. And that's how you get smooth at throwing. Is you learn how to go with the gas pedal, not with the brake. The brakes will be put on when they're supposed to be put on. The, the body's got its own way of slowing down. That you don't need to be in the middle of or trying to fucking conduct you already know how to break, okay? You thinking you know how to break is what's fucking you up, okay? Um, so, anyways, I challenge you guys to go play catch and don't use your arms. Sounds crazy, right? Forget about your arms in time and space. If you're aware of what your arm's doing or you could feel things in your with it, if you could, you know, if... If you're aware of your arms in space and time while you're throwing, you're fucked. You're too aware. You need to just get into relaxation, smooth feel. You want it to come out of your hand like butter. And once you get that good one, too many of us are obsessed with outdoing the good one. So instead of 
And that's why we're not masters. It's like, oh, that was a nice one. Let me do a fucking ten times better. Watch how much nastier this one's going to be. And that's where we're fucked, right? Instead of, you know, you hit the 95 once. Instead of saying, uh, I'm going to do it again, what do you do? Oh, 97 on this one, 96, you know, and then you're fucked. And then you drop back down to 93, then you're scratching your fucking ass with your arm sore, okay? So the, the, the mastery here is copy and paste. How, off, how many times you throw one nice and smooth and it comes out like no jerks, it just comes out nice and smooth and crispy, do it again. And then if it, if it is, you're like, yup, again, yup. If it's a nope, then nope, nope, that ain't it. That felt funky. Don't analyze it. Obviously, it didn't go where you wanted it to. Obviously, it didn't feel like you wanted it to. You don't need to dissect it and keep wondering why. You're not a fucking scientist. I'm sorry to break it to you guys. If you're playing baseball right now, if that's your main objective, you are not a scientist. You are not a coach. You are not any of those things. You are a fucking performer. It's like a dance. You're practicing. You're rehearsing your dance. You. It is a spiritual act. Go watch a game. Scherzer is freaking like one of those fucking Samoan warriors spazzing the fuck out. This is a spiritual activity. You can't be a fucking thinking robot machine. You need to be a fucking flow artist, performer, lose track of time. You're fucking out of, you know, you're just in the moment, dude. And the way you do that is forget about your limbs. They know what to do. Okay? Trust that your constraint drills will carry over. Trust that the strength will be there. Trust that you already know what to do. You've been doing it since you were four and that it will get better over time. Right here is where you have to let go and have some patience, okay? And then you can practice this letting go and having patience. Developing the awareness of when you are thinking and when you are letting go. The only cue that should matter is relax, and that's it. Relax, smooth. Relax and smooth. Relax and smooth. And you do not need to accelerate the arm. You do not need to try to accelerate your fucked up hips. They're stabilizers, first of all. Don't get me. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Okay. You You don't need to do that. When you want to go faster, you just go faster. When you want to go slower, you just go slower. That's it. You don't need to try to speed things up. Once you develop this this great awareness and this timing of throwing nice and smooth and easy, you can just crank that motherfucker up, okay? It's like going on a jog, right? Let's just pretend you're like, hey, I feel like fucking jogging for whatever reason, and uh, I'm not going to do any dynamic warm-up because, you know, Flama said it was eyewash, so fuck that. So what you're doing is you start off on a nice, easy jog, really easy, and then as the blood starts circulating, what happens? You start going a little faster. You're feeling good, breathing good, your lungs feel good, you kick it up a notch, right? The same thing with sprinting. You're going to organically start moving faster. Okay, but first you need to learn how to keep the sh- the wheels on the f- uh, the the train on the tracks, if you will. And then once 
you get that train on the tracks consistently and it's smooth and smooth and smooth, you're going to just want to go faster. And then you can control how fast you go with your intention to want to move it faster. You want to flow even faster. You do not need to force it or control it. That's when shit starts fucking getting fucked up. All right. Anyways, I think I'm going to dive deeper into this spiritual artistic thing. And I would always struggle because I'm a motherfucking artist, man. I'm about the flow and I'm about the artist. But then I also had a capability of being overly analytical and favoring certainty in a sport where it's dominated by uncertainty. The superpower is if you want to be a superstar at baseball or at life or at dealing with adversity, what I found out is you have to be... You're, you're guiding, you're guiding, one of your top guiding needs has to be this need for, for uncertainty, surprise. I have no fucking idea. The only thing I know for a fact is that I'm prepared for anything that comes my way. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't give a flying fuck how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. I just know that it's going to fucking happen and I can't wait to see how. That's true confidence. That's an unbending confidence. You know, when you try to dictate too much exactly how everything's going to go and you're planning, you're Mr. Planner, right? Shit's not going to flow. That's not how life is, man. Nature ain't like that. Nature is a flow. Nature is chaos. Nature is uh, dark. Nature is light. So you need to be able to bend You need to be able to flow. You need to be able to control the controllable so that you're ready for anything. You could attack at any given notice, but you don't know how everything's going to work out. You might get hurt. You might get set back. You might get sick. You might get hit by a car. You don't fucking know. Quit planning. The only thing you can do is prepare. Be prepared for anything. That's my point. We'll go more into this later, but just want to give you guys a little little baby taste, little baby taste of this flow. It's all about the flow. Everybody wants to get in the zone. I'm teaching you guys how to get in the zone. You could get in the zone every time you throw. Every time you throw. Every time I meditate, my mind goes clear. Every time that I do that, but in the beginning it didn't. So I'm saying, if I could get into the flow state... And learn, train myself to get into the flow state by just shutting the fuck up more often. I guarantee you, I had a really good throwing session today. That's probably why this sparked it. Is And I'm still letting go deeper into it. I had to teach other guys how to throw easy. And by doing so, I strengthened my own ability to throw easier. And the ball's jumping out of my hand. Once my body heats up, it's jumping out even even nastier. And I barely even throw. I throw like once a week. So, anyways. Ditch the, ditch the structure. Just for quarantine, man. Just ditch, ditch the structure. Get in the flow. Put some fucking... Be an artist. Study how artists fucking just let go and they get free in the moment shit. That's what you are. You're a fucking performer. That's improv. That's uncertainty. That's I don't fucking know. I'm just bending with the flow. 
I'm going with the flow. That's where flow comes from. I'm going with the flow. I'm winging it, bro. I have no idea what's going to happen. Okay? You don't know how you're going to feel tomorrow. I don't give a fuck with your little fucking retarded fucking uh, sleep app that's probably frying your brain with fucking 5G microwaves and giving you the yipronavirus by your bed. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck that's going to do. I don't know. Eating the same meal every day. I don't know what the fuck that's going to do. Because that's not what makes you get in the zone. What makes you get in the zone is shutting the fuck up and understanding that you just know what the fuck to do. Think about it. Every day you're in the zone with walking. You're never thinking about, oh shit, today's going to be, you know, today's going to be the day where I walk the fuck out today, man. No, you just fucking walk. You just fucking talk. That's it. And um, if you've been walking and talking for the same amount of time you've been playing baseball... Why the fuck do you need to pay somebody to teach you how to do it? Wake the fuck up. You guys are pathetic. And what I mean by you guys is myself included. Because obviously it took me a long time to come to this realization. But do yourselves a favor. Just listen to me. And most of you, some of you guys might not listen to me. Because I don't have a big league uh, history or any of this stuff. But this is my point. Most of these big leaguers that get there, they never got the yips. Who would have known? You know, and I think if I would have got the yip, if I wouldn't have got the yips, I probably would have been smart enough not to play baseball. But I was so damn stubborn not to have this be the reason why I don't play. Uh, that I stopped playing baseball. That I got to get to the bottom of it. So what I'm saying is, a lot of times when those guys get there, they don't know why they got there, or they may think it's because of their workout or their work ethic or whatever. But they already had the performance aspect or they already had the skill or the fundamental aspect that a lot of you guys listening don't have. Okay, So you need to study the things that matter. So you figure out who's getting the best results with guys strength and athletic wise. You go to them. You put it all on them. You don't try to join in on the conversation because you don't try to read up on it. Don't try to do all that stuff. All you got to read up on who's getting the best results, who's put pumping out the best athletes. I'm going there. Bottom line, thinking solved. I'm done. And then it's like, okay, well, what are these guys doing pitching wise? Okay, well, what's something I could do? Who's got the best command in the game? Who had it? Okay, well, let me just think about what they're saying. Okay, well, I need somebody to write me a program that's going to give me the best of that. I'm just going to do what's on the paper, and that's it. Okay, and then the final component. How do you just let go and get in the flow state? Everybody keeps talking about being in the zone. Study people that just let go, and they're giving an emotional performance where they're not even thinking. It just leaves them, and all they do is just, they just are. They just do it. Study that that emotional energy study the guys that have the best most consistent pitching performances or play to performances or seasons think about what they talk about when they're in in the battle think about how they're letting go start studying the best artists in the game the the best live comedians the best uh, uh live singers best performers what they're doing how they let go the more what do they say be more vulnerable let go of your guard even more. 
And that means you're not thinking. There's no more controlling. When you're vulnerable, you're not trying to protect yourself from looking bad. You're not trying to make sure that you do it right. You just do it and it comes out however the fuck it comes out. And then when you're while you're preparing, you're rehearsing, you're practicing, that's when you refine things. That's when that happens. But you got to have patience, man. You got to have patience. That's the bottom line. You got to be a performer. You got to be able to be improv. You got to be able to be excited about the I don't fucking know how tomorrow's going to go. I don't really give a fuck. All I can control is how I prepare, and I'm a prepared motherfucker, okay? Is what it is, okay? We'll see what happens. All I gotta know is that by the time we get to the season, I'm gonna be so fucking prepared that it's gonna be a real fucked up uh, experience for anybody if I'm on, okay? That's confidence, not, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, did I get my force vector right? Oh, it's my fucking shin ver- oh, fuck, fuck. Bill, my fucking shin is not vertical. I did not have, oh, oh my God, my dorsiflexion, uh, my hip abductor was a little, was two degrees to the left. I drift, I'm, I'm not stacked. I'm really not stacked. Uh, I know that's really, dude, I don't give a fuck how stacked you are. Your 80 fucking two is not going to turn into 92 with fucking more being more stacked, okay? You could stack Ds. Uh, that's the reality, okay? And maybe if you shut the fuck up and stop worrying about some dumbass bullshit, you'd actually get good and actually enjoy yourself in the process instead of wasting your fucking time. Because you guys are about, you know, if you get lucky enough to go play some pro baseball... And you get it in minor league baseball. I'm talking about the ones that aren't going to get the six, seven figures. You're going to make slave money. And living in out of the suitcase and living in fucked up hotels. And uh, having roommates cooking with George Foreman grills. And using the to- toilet as a garbage disposal. This shit's fucking hilarious once you're done. It, it's actually hilarious while it's happening. And you're having a good ass fucking time. But... Don't you want to enjoy yourself while you're practicing? You're playing a game, a childhood game. You guys are too stressed and worried about the wrong shit, man. It's a game. This is shit that like kids and their dad play when nothing matters. Remember that. It is it does get tricky once money gets involved and you know a career and all this stuff and just take it too. Oh, I'm giving it all I got. I'm burning the fucking boats, man. Dude, it ain't that serious, bro. You're probably gonna only play baseball if you're lucky to about thirty. If you're a superstar, you're gonna play till you know. Think about Derek Jeter had to retire at forty, and he had twenty years. It's gonna end. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are. It's gonna, you still got the, the other half of your life, if not longer, ahead of you. So enjoy it. It's short. It's sweet. Take it from me, man. I'm better than most of you, and <laughs> I say this because I'm old, man. I better be. Um, and I see too many guys, pros or amateurs, struggling. And it's the flow, man. I struggled for a very, very long time in and out of this stuff. But every time the flow happened, I tried to outdo the flow by thinking my way into the flow. Trying to break down what I did, 
that day and trying to duplicate the day to get me into that flow. It never worked. And then now that I have a lot of references of meditation and and um, spiritual crap and you know tapping into uh, you know th- putting putting my my art you know all the art that I've dabbled in and drawing and how time just flew by and I don't really know what I'm doing you know I just forget about what I'm doing and just get into the flow of it. That's the same thing. That's a secret sauce for throwing or hitting or just playing. That's where your superpower lies. Your superpower as an athlete, your superpower as a baseball player lies in the unthinkable, the unspeakable silence of it all. The more silent you could become, the louder your performance going to be. Alright, I'm going to go eat ice cream now. Later. Hi guys, and that is it for In the Name of DGAF today. And I hope you guys got a lot out of it. If you did, I would really be grateful if you went and told everybody you knew about it uh if you know somebody that's yipped up whether it be on the field or off the field and kind of just getting in their own way they're not they're talking the talk but they're not really walking the walk um share share with them an episode that resonates with you listen to it over and over again because repetition is the mother of skill And guys, if you need help with housing in the Seattle area or anywhere else, uh, if you're a baseball player, you need help uh, with housing in season, off season. If I don't own the property, I know the property management company that runs the property and I could help you guys get set up with some flexible um, terms that accommodate the traveling baseball player, the traveling athlete, whatever. Uh, If you guys want to get into real estate, let me know whether that be as an agent um, or an investor and or you just want to talk about it and get your feet wet and kind of wrap your head around what's going on. Let me know. Text me. Have your friends text me if they have the yips or they got anxiety or depression or something like that. I'm here. 818-966-3592. I've been through the ringer. Sleepless nights, sweaty palms, loose loose diarrhea, uh, you name it, man. Uh, I've cried myself to sleep. I've socked myself in the face uh, through frustration uh, all over a little game with a little fucking ball and a little stick. Uh, My grandpa used to make fun of me, say, uh, you know, uh, that all I want to do is play with a little ball and a little stick. Um, But anyways, it's kind of funny now that I've stepped back. Um, But guys, I'm here. Use me as a resource. Um, talk shit, uh, write a horrible review, uh, write a good review. I really don't give a shit. Um, uh, good. Pl- there's no such thing as bad publicity. Anyways, later. Later.